Welcome to another episode of K-Talk and today's topic is enforcing narrative self-talk with relationships. This particular podcast I'm actually really excited about. I'm actually excited about a few of them, but this one in particular, yes, my tone has definitely changed to record this one. I know y'all can hear it, so yes. Um... So I've been doing some personal work. It's not a surprise. Y'all know I've been doing personal work for quite some time, but this is a little bit different because today I want to talk about enforcing relationships with negative self-talk. Whatever your personal feeling is, you do benefit from being a victim, okay? All of us, myself included, so I'm not saying I'm better than you. We do, okay? We get sympathy from others. You know, people excuse our behavior because of our victimology. It's just a whole thing. And I'm not talking about, you know, domestic abuse or any of those things. I'm talking about, like, somebody says something to you after you gaslit them and now you're the victim. That's more like what I'm talking about. But we benefit from enforcing negative feelings about ourselves. And this particular one I'm going to share with you because this is what recently I discovered about myself. I have a particular relationship with this guy that I've had it for years. And... I've kind of, like, in my mind, it's, like, always, like, oh, well, you know, one day, like, things will get better, and we'll be together, and I have, like, this entire thing in my mind of, like, how I think things will go. It will never go that way, ever. Like, it'll never go that way. And I kept on, like, you know, oh, like, we we get back together, we don't talk anymore, we, like, it's just, it's a cycle. It's like I'm riding this bicycle over and over again, and I can't seem to get off. And then finally, because I've been in a transition of like growth and I've kind of seen how my life has changed really for the good but also for the bad and I consider myself sort of like um gearing up for battle because it's been a very difficult two years specifically but regardless of that so what am I talking about so I I have been complaining about this guy for a long time right like I kind of I feel like he's the problem and his life sucks and I'm getting sucked in and it's this whole thing and like there's just it's it's never ending and then I realized that in every conversation I have it's always like I want his validation I want him to see like oh well you never chose me to be your partner you've never you know you've never fostered anything with me and you're missing out and then like one day it's just like that doesn't really matter and I was talking to my friend because I had a conversation and I said, you know, which is part of my own trauma. I said, like, I kind of feel like if things don't work out between he and I, like, you know, one day I'll go on Facebook or something and he'll be married and have a family and everything will be so great and this and that and whatever. And like, it's like, what the hell do I even care? Like, what does that have anything to do with me? That is outside of my life. And according to stoicism, that is not my place. My place is to focus on myself and not the external factors. But in this narrative that I have created, I'm only supporting my own thing that I am not good enough. I am not worthy enough. I am not good enough. He never saw me fit to be like the right partner or any of these things. And so I am worthless. And I walk around with the worthlessness tattooed on my chest. And I am just everything is in relation to my self-worth. The toxic relationship that we have, it feeds my own personal need to continue my narrative of I am not good enough. Because let's be real. 
whether you are a woman, a man, whatever, it doesn't matter. At the very end of the day, let's be let's be completely honest. People that are worthy or they have a high self-worth, they do not mess with people like that. They do not because that kind of relationship negates everything about your value and your personhood because every relationship is a good relationship is a relationship of reciprocity whether good or bad there is some reciprocity in it and for him he's always coming to me for support in any kind of way and for me there's nothing that I get on the other end there's no purpose of it other than me getting angry and yelling and losing my temper and making threats and doing all sorts of things and just acting out of character because it supports my validational need and then one day and then one day we stopped that so you know i do believe that if you look at your life um and people in it you can easily become one of them okay and I look at my parents' relationship, that is something I would never, ever want for myself. And I see sort of like how in, in an aspect, my father has really dragged my mother down in, in, the same, in the same kind of space. And so I have looked at this and I thought to myself, like, I, you know, I have internalized some of these things. I think my self-esteem is very low and it shouldn't be because I'm just not that kind of person. Like, I am, I, my self-esteem should not be low. There's no reason. I have amounts of success. I have pretty much everything I wanted. I became the woman that I wanted to become. And more importantly, people think that I'm the cool girl, okay? And not only do they think I'm a cool girl, they think I'm that girl. Okay, heavy emphasis on that girl vibe, okay? But... But although externally people see this, internally I feel like I'm broken. I feel like I'm a mess. And I feel like, you know, he pays me attention every now and then. And I have to work for it. And, and But but why do I need that, though? Why do I need that? Why, why do I need that? There are plenty of available men out there that are not into using you for whatever value that they feel like you have. And I'm just, like, looking at it and I'm being like, you know what? I don't really deserve this. I've never deserved this. And I also feel like I need God to serve you karma. So I need to go. I need to leave because who cares? <laughs> like, like ultimately, like, like who cares? Like, I, I'm not even trying to be funny, but like, I, I really don't even care that much. I'm, I'm really into fostering myself. Now, I feel like this relationship was needed. I do or situationship, whatever. I feel like it was needed because I've learned so many things from my experience with him about me that I don't think I would have ever got with anybody else. And really what it came down to, it's like, girl, your self-esteem is low. You're, you, are, you are the lowest hanging fruit. That's how come you're with this man. Because if you had any self-esteem, if you had anything, like it's been like years and y'all are in the same place you were originally in. And worse, more importantly, he doesn't respect you. Because if he respected you, he wouldn't treat you as he does. And, you know, this is where, this is the weird part. So y'all can hop off if you're not into hypnosis. Because this is what I'm about to tell y'all. So I had, I engaged in an embarking of a crying sphere, okay? As in, I cried for a couple of days. Not because of him, but because I feel like my life is a mess. I do. And battling my migraines and just... 
everything that is in relation to, I'm going to call it a universal puzzle, meaning that I need to take my life more seriously because clearly I take it for giggles and it's not a giggle. It's, it's a thing. And with my blood pressure, I'm actually really fighting for my life and I'm also fighting for my adjustment. And I just, I, I kind of came to this place where it's like, okay, no, I actually need to do a lot better than this. I gotta, I have to figure out what I need to do for myself. And I've been working on myself, but now I'm doing a different kind of work. So I went back to hypnosis, which is definitely my school of training. And I used some neuro, neuropsychological practices and I have been meditating and I have been, but the meditation it, it didn't really work as I wanted it to. I mean, it does work, but like for how I really need to kind of, I need to become more Zen. So I went to hypnosis and one of the hypnosis practices that I am really afraid of when I do not enjoy is inner child. And Dr. Gabor talks a lot about the inner child and the fact that essentially all of our problems are there. There's not like one problem that isn't there. There's something there with your inner child that is always speaking to you. And as when I was little, and when I think about it, and the reason I do not like inner child type of work is because it makes me have to address things I don't want to address. I, I like, and by the things I need to address, it's nothing like assault or any of those things. It's just that I grew up in a very violent household. And you are your environment, unfortunately. And I have a lot of that. But when I look back on it, like my parents were so busy killing each other that they didn't really have the time to validate me. So I grew up in a place of where I was always my validation. I was always my biggest advocate. I was always, it's always been me, myself and I, there's never been, there's never been another, another person other than myself. And I've only learned to rely on myself. Even during high school, I was, I was the only thing I ever had. And when you come from that place, you just don't feel like you are worthy. Like you deserve to be, like you just don't, you just don't, like the way that I could say it is like when you're always having to be on the defense and you're always having to stick up for yourself, it is very hard for you to position anything other with someone else. And a primary example of that is perhaps my worthiness. When I was younger, my parents used to fight. I think I might have channeled some like, well, I guess I'm not important because if I was important, then they wouldn't do this. And now that I'm older, I am still in that space of like, well, you didn't ask me to be your girlfriend because you obviously don't feel like I'm worthy. Like that's the, that's always my narrative. And I find that specifically with him, that is the, the narrative I'm comfortable with. I'm not interested in changing it because it makes me feel good. Believe it or not, negative self-talk, it makes you feel good because it means that I don't have to change. I can stay this lousy human. I don't have to do anything. But like Dr. Joe Dispenza says, the day that you change your thinking pattern, which is like I'm switching the narrative to, it's not that you asked me to be your girlfriend because you don't feel I'm good enough. You didn't ask me because I'm too good for you. That's why you didn't ask me. And really, that's the truth. It's not that it, it is, it's, people are often confused because your internal conversation is very different from an external factor. The truth of the matter is, for as messed up as my life is, I am a solid human. 
I am consistent. Even when I have bad days and I go off, I pop off quite often, I am still consistent. I will be there for you. Despite what you may have done to me, despite my personal feelings, I will show up and I will be there. If you are sick, I will not wipe your butt, but I will bring you soup. I will get you the resources that you need because that's who I am as a person. And everybody knows that. But I'm also like, you know, I, I maybe don't feel valued. That's why I get into these kinds of relationships with men that don't value me. And him being a particular one. Um, as of recently, I, I the guys that I have been dating, like, it's actually been really good. Like, it's been pretty positive because I'm not, I'm not showing up with my excess baggage exceeding 75 pounds into, into things. And I'm not having those conversations because I do feel like I am valued in that, in those spaces. But I ended my situation with him probably pretty badly. I don't even know. And I don't even care. I don't even care because it's just like, you know what, if I continue down this path, I would just self-destruct because all you're doing is enforcing my conversations of I'm not good enough and you are a constant reminder of that. You, you've you never done anything for me, quite frankly, other than like show up and gaslight and I'm done. And I feel like I am done because I am done with the feeling of not good enough. I'm done with it. I'm done with my feeling of, oh, I don't feel like I'm worthy. I don't like... Oh, other people are in relationships. I guess I can't be in one because I'm just, you know, I'm not worthy of this or this isn't what, and, and it, really, I'm just done. I'm done having that conversation because this is not something that I am, I am interested in. Um, so for me personally, I feel like I'm in a different space. I'm in the space now of taking charge of my own life. The reason that I'm sharing this is because generally speaking, like, of course, on Tuesdays, I talk about personal self, but I feel like there are other people who are also in that space. And you need to recognize when a relationship is one side or situationship, whatever, could be friend, doesn't matter, when it is one sided. But not only is it one sided, it's also reinforcing something for you. It is reinforcing a negative feeling or something that you can't. It's not that you can't, it's just easier to, to, to reinforce it than it is to become somebody different. I don't want to be in a situation where somebody likes me because I can do stuff for them. I don't want to be with somebody who is just incapable of ever taking any accountability. Like, it's just not something that I want to do. Or whenever you have a problem, then you feel like, you know, I should show up for you. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. I only want to have like meaningful relationships with people or adventures. Um, but I don't want to, I don't want to be a part of that anymore. Like I'm done with that narrative. And I feel like I'm sharing this right now because there's probably somebody out there who is sad. And I have been sad for days because it hurts my feelings. It does or did. It, it hurt my feelings because I was like, wow, like after everything I've done for you, I still haven't done enough. And not only have I not done enough, but you're also like speaking to me like in this crazy tone or you're saying things to me or whatever. And it's just like at some point, it's just not good enough anymore. Your behavior is not good enough. Like I'm done. And that's what you call growth. That is what you call a level of growth is when you figure out what your problem is and how you're going to move it. Now, please don't misunderstand. He's not my problem. He's, he's not my problem. He's a symptom of my problem, but he's not my problem. Um, because you go out seeking who you are and low self-esteem 
I'm going to seek people who are in lower frequency than I am. Like, that's just, the, 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 like, honestly, if you think about relationships and really good couples that you know, you are who you date. Like, if you have past trauma, so does the person that you're dating, right? Like, well, we all have traumas. But I mean, like, in terms of being in sync, really powerful couples that do really well together, it's because they're in the same place. And generally what attracts us to somebody is if I'm broken and you're broken, well, it just makes sense. It just makes sense for us to get together. Um, and it's different when somebody is working on themselves and taking like a- atonement, right? Um, but like, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, in this in this world, um, it's just, you just got to do, you just got to do you. Like you got to, you got to find your own happiness you got to, like Miley Cyrus says, you got to bring your own flowers. Like you just, you just, you got to do, you have to do what works for you and what's best for you. And sometimes it's really, really hard to do, honestly. And, you know, I'm sharing this because I feel like ultimately I just want to say that life is hard, (laughs) but, but it can be easier if you start to do your personal work, if you can stop finding things to enforce reasons why you can't come up as a person. Like for me, understanding that all this is doing is supporting my conversation, my consistent conversation of you're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not attractive enough. You're not this. You're not that. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not. You will never do this. You will never do that. You'll never, you'll never... And leading me down a path of just sheer self-destruction and sheer self-loathing. Because people that love themselves don't torture themselves. And I'm torturing myself by being in that relationship and talking to that person consistently. I'm only, I'm serving a a sentence. That's what that is. And I don't need to do that because I'm an attractive girl, okay? But not just, not that I'm just attractive. I am a person that believes in growth. And I am a person that believes in wholesome values. And it's not all about looks and other things. It's also just about me coming to my own and figuring out what really works for me that's kind of where I'm at in my personal life and I'm like hoping that you know this will be helpful to somebody else because I it's really hard well firstly it's very hard to break up with somebody but aside from breaking up with people it's also super hard for you to um you know figure out where these conversations come from. I know where mine comes from, so it's easier for me to work on. But I also, it took me a while. Like, oh, I'm going to miss out on this. Or, oh, like, you know, he won't think about me. Or, oh, he won't do this. Here's the thing. Do I care? I don't. Whether you think about me or you forget me, it doesn't really ultimately matter because anything I did for you, I did it with good intentions. It may not have turned out that way, but that's fine. Like, I just feel like some things need to end. And this is just one of those things where it's like, I need to go. I can't do this anymore. I don't want to spend another year getting upset with you. Like, it's just, it's a complete waste of time. And ultimately, like, it's taking my attention away from things that really matter in my life. And that's a part of stoicism that I really kind of struggle with is, like, it's not worth the aggravation because I, A, have no control over it. I have no control over another person. I don't control anything um, other than myself. And because I control myself, the only person that I can really support is me can't actually support anything else because all I have at the end of the day is me and that's it 
like it's 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 not it's not conducive to consistently let somebody lead you down a dark path as always thank you guys so much for listening and we will chat super soon